0: So, what's trending? Bridging your Catholic faith with your everyday life. You're listening to Trending with Timmery on Relevant Radio. It's not quite Halloween yet, but as the Christmas decorations go up, At Costco. The Halloween decorations are a topic of interest, and so can be the occult, scary movies, you name it. I've been following for some time this woman uh, who is very well known on TikTok and on Instagram. She's known as Jen Hoffacker, and she's a former psychic. She shares her story of having left the whole psychic world tarot cards, psychic readings, manifesting, vision boards, astrology, Ouija boards. All of that even diving into the topic of yoga and she talks about how she has been saved from that world of the occult and how damaging it is and the crossover into the demonic and her story uh, really speaks to I think a challenge we're living in the culture right now of curiosity the desire for knowledge and information and knowing about the future things that seemingly Would seem okay, but at the same time, the means of which we go about finding our way there isn't necessarily healthy, in particular for our souls, but for our lives as a whole. And so, the ex-psychic will join me in just a little bit to share her story of being an ex-psychic, going from all of these readings, palm readings, all of that, back into the faith of Christianity for her, and we'll dive into this topic. I think it's really fascinating, and we'll discuss some of those important dimensions of understanding that it's not just harmless fun to hear what your horoscope might read, but it's actually crossing into the realm of the demonic, And the Catholic Church specifically teaches against everything from horoscope readings to astrology, palm reading, even talking about things such as manifesting and all of this. The Catechism of the Catholic Church built on sound biblical guidance is clear. In fact, if we were to dive into sacred scripture, you have Deuteronomy, Jeremiah, Leviticus, all being very clear. It's interesting going even to the prophet Jeremiah, who in just to put some context on this, I think it is interesting. The prophet Jeremiah is a prophet, right? What does a prophet mean? Uh, The mouthpiece of God, someone who's speaking for God. And so prophets can even speak to the future at times. But here's what's interesting. Even the prophet in talking in sacred scripture, he makes a message clear from God. He says, for thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, do not let your prophets and your diviners who are among you deceive you. Do not listen to the dreams which they dream, for it is a lie which they are prophesying to you in my name. I did not send them, says the Lord. We could dive into that in Deuteronomy, where it talks about the problems of charmers, mediums, wizards, necromancers. We live in an age where we have two perspectives today, I think. One is, all of this is fake, so if I have any exposure to it, it's okay. I'm safe. The other perspective is, this is real, and we should be interested because we're hearing something about the uh, future. There are these predictions. And what's interesting, especially in the ex-psychic story, is she makes clear that there's always some level of truth or information and much of what is shared often by uh, psychics and when we kind of walk through this and think about it i find it fascinating because what jen talks about is how there is always a level of truth being shared and that the demons are working in the midst of the horoscope readings and the and the psychic readings and all of this And the demon does have a level of knowledge or this capacity to a certain level of prediction, always accurate and perfect. No, but is able to pull pieces from our lives uh, enough to really keep people hooked on this and the perspective that we need to take rather than the one side that none of this is real and it's harmless if I'm exposed to it. The other side is, Oh no, we should pay attention to this. True things are being said. But then finally, The real perspective that we should have, rather than following either of those, is understanding the church, based on sound biblical guidance, has always been very clear in its teaching. That psychic mediums, the occult, all of that is not meant to be something we're following as people of faith. And that it exposes us to the demonic realm. One thing that the Catechism of the Catholic Church says very very clearly, that all of this contradicts the honor, respect, and loving fear that we owe to God alone. This falls in the sound biblical teaching that we've been discussing here about astrology, psychic readings, all of that. So without further ado, joining me now, famous from TikTok and Instagram is Jen Hoffacker, the ex-psychic. Jen, welcome to Trending.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's nice to meet you.
0: It's nice to meet you as well. I've been following your works for some time because there's been this trend on social media of stories, stories like yours, of people who are heavily involved in the occult, yourself even being a professional psychic reader, leaving these occult practices and speaking profoundly to the power of our Lord Jesus Christ, the protection of Jesus Christ, and how the occult that for some people, it is a level of, that's not real, I can dabble in it, or it is real, and it's fasting, and we should be interested, that way you kind of fuse together helping people to understand the danger of the occult. So can you start with, a little bit with your story, how you found yourself in uh, occult practices and being ex-psychic, and what brought you out of it?
1: Sure, absolutely. It really started when I was a child, and this is something I am very passionate um, talking about because so many children are afflicted and I was around 12 years old when it started for me having visions, dreams that would come true. They weren't particularly profound, but it was kind of like, hey, what was that? Why did that just happen? I just dreamt about that. And at the age of 13, I had my first tarot card reading and that was when the door to demons opened up for me and I walked straight through on my own volition. I absolutely was intrigued by it and um, really attracted to it and wondering why these cards knew things about me. And that person was able to say some things, again, not extremely profound, but things that were true. And I had never met her in my life. So I was perplexed by that. And I just kept going down this rabbit hole of destruction. I, I sought out information from um, all forms of divination I got my own tarot cards my sister and I would read tarot cards I uh, numerology astrology playing cards automatic writing you name it I went down that road uh, coffee grinds I, I really did so it was very very alluring um, and and really fulfilled this you know, need for instant gratification, which so many people struggle with. I think in our flesh, that's one of the biggest issues that we have. We we want to know things, and we want to know them now. And the problem with that is it's so demonic, and I didn't know that. I didn't know Jesus. I didn't have faith and trust in our Lord. I knew the new age Jesus, the faith Jesus, the love and light, the one that you could have and do whatever you wanted. And the New Age is happy to give you all those explanations for supernatural phenomenons that are going on in your life. I saw demons. I was being touched. I was, I got knocked off the chair. And when this hit a height for me, I, I always consulted mediums as well. And I went to the medium and said, you know, hey, stuff is going on. And she's like, no, you're a medium too. You need to go to this divination group and hone your abilities. And that's what I did. I went into that group and I was just surrounded by people that were very similar to me. Um, And it's not really hard to find, honestly. Uh, Psychics will tell you that you also have something going on, a gift of sorts. And of course, it's not a gift from God at all. And in this group, there was guided meditation and we would do readings. And I came out of that group, business cards in hand, ready to go, Reading people uh, from my home, reading people when I was getting ultrasounds, no matter where I was, if information started to come through, I would, I would start reading people, I would ask them if it was okay, and then I would start reading people. Yeah. So Jen, and then, um
0: you would be ahead, reading the, yeah, no, so I think it's important to help people understand as you're talking about these psychic readings that you're sharing, I know you talk mm-hmm. a lot, especially you know, as a Christian, you're not Catholic, but welcome, we love having you here on Relevant Radio, and you're always welcome back into our church. Um, but <laughs> I think that it is interesting as we talk about it, because you've mentioned a before how you're sharing things with people speaking into the intimate parts of their lives that, to people who are complete strangers whether they're paying you or like you said you're, you're getting an ultrasound you're exposing these people and you're passing on information and there are truths there can you speak to the confusion that many people have when they're exposed to those truths and so they say well why can't we believe it or you know where where where's that balance of understanding what's happening there
1: Sure. So what most people don't know is that Satan masquerades as an angel of light. And that's 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen And 15 is, it's no surprise that his servants would do the same thing as servants of righteousness. So an angel is a messenger. So some, so what happens is, like the information I would give people, or you go to these psychics, or you go to tarot card readers, and they're telling you things that seem great. They seem helpful. They seem, and they are compassionate. Um, I wanted to really help people. It's very easy to be deceived in addition to the fact that angel, uh, fallen angels are demons. And they're watching and they're studying and they know things about us. They know a lot of things about us. And whatever they've watched, whatever they've seen, they can report with 100% accuracy. So that is really confusing because you're thinking, hey, this is supernatural. This must be from God. Because people are, they, they just don't know. They really just don't know. Uh, but the truth is supernatural experiences come from God or the devil. So so it's really important to mention that. But again, you see psychics going to, um, they work on crimes. They work with police officers. They go into homes that seem haunted, right? They think that they're sending people off. Then you have the psychic medium like myself, when I was a psychic medium, I believed I was communicating with deceased people, and I was connecting you, and you're grievous, and that's that's important for you. That's something that you wanted. You wanted to connect because grief is hard. It's difficult. So it can be really confusing because it seems good. It seems okay. Sometimes people charge money. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes people look like your best friend. Sometimes they don't. Regardless, it's all divination and condemned by God.
0: You mentioned something a moment ago, and if you're just joining us, you're listening to Trending with Timory here on Relevant Radio. We're talking to that ex psychic who really has an incredible ministry on TikTok and Instagram, uh, sharing about the harms of psychic readings, horoscopes, mediums, the occult all of that, from Ouija boards, you name it. She shares her story of how belief in our Lord Jesus Christ has brought her out of the darkness of the occult. Now, I find it interesting because we're hearing a lot of stories on social media, Jen, of people such as the tattoo artist, uh, makeup uh, brand owner in, in reality TV show from LA Inc., Kat Von D., and how she's leaving much of those occult practices behind because she recognizes it's bad for her family and she recently shared all over Instagram all these things she's leaving but at the same time something you hear in this community a lot is wishing people light can you talk a little bit about that light dimension and how people will be leaving that community but they're still being pulled to the wrong type of light not in our Lord Jesus Christ
1: Right. So again, Satan masquerades as an angel of light. And of course, light seems good and it looks good, right? It doesn't seem like the darkness that it really is. But the truth of the and that's a new age concept, really. The new age pushed out this movement of love and light. It's a copycat. Satan is a copycat. He's a counterfeit. Jesus is the one true light of the world. And you're right. um, Many people are being saved out of the new age, which all glory to God, it's so amazing. And at the same time, you're also seeing uh, a rise, I believe, in uh, new age attraction via social media and this whole idea, like you mentioned, this concept, hey, I can send you light. Well, how are you doing that? Via email? Where are you sending light? People think (laughs) that it's a vibration and energy (laughs) and energy, And that we are just blobs of energy and not God's creation. And it's really heartbreaking, actually. I can't just send somebody light. And that that has so many new age, uh, it's so rooted in the new age with Reiki and yoga and chakras and auras. It has nothing to do with the truth, it's demonic.
0: Jen, I have so many questions. Your story is profound, so I don't want to get away from it. We'll come into more of the spiritual mediums and occult and psychics and all that in a moment. So what happened? What brought you out of this? You started 12 years old. You're in the depths of, you know, starting to do tarot card readings and you become a professional psychic. Where does your journey take you?
1: At the age of 36, I I was in a predicament. I did uh, endure trauma and I was in a predicament where I really, in a moment, In a moment, my spirit cried out. I believe my soul cried out to Jesus Christ. It was a moment, the darkest moment of my life, the loneliest moment of my life. And only Christ, only God could have uh, been there for me. I did not cry out to deceased people, guardian angels, whoever I thought I was speaking to, you know, prior to this. It's amazing to me that I really called upon the name of Jesus Christ, the Jesus I never knew, the Jesus I never cared about. And he showed up and he didn't roll up in a Mercedes, but he he showed he showed up and he he gave me the peace, the peace that only he could provide. And I didn't understand it, though. So now I'm. I'm, you know, coming out of that time and I was spiritually vulnerable and I really pray that anybody who's listening right now really hears this part because I was spiritually vulnerable and that's that place in time where you don't really know what's going on. God's working on you. He's nudging you. You're wondering about him. Something happens, but you don't fully get it. And that's a place where you can be easily deceived. And I was, I was, I was easily deceived However, Jesus didn't give up on me, of course. So um, this all happened within the course of a year. By the end of that year, uh, a woman that I knew from divination, I used to read her family. uh, She was a friend of mine. We We all rolled together in the New Age here on Long Island. And she came over for dinner and told me about, she told my husband and I about a church that she was attending and that she knew Jesus Christ. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then she goes, why don't you come with me? And I'm like, no, I'm good. And my husband decided to go. And a month later, I woke up on a Sunday and I said, I want to go with you to that church today. And I went to that church and I'm singing. And it was a whole different experience for me. And I was singing, um, Jesus Saved Me. The lyrics were on the screen. Jesus Saved Me. And I flashed back to the moment that I woke up months prior. I know I thought I could cry every time. And, I, and I, I, I flashed back to crying out to him months prior. That was that confirmation. It was like, whoa, that was him. He, that really was him. He was really there. He saved me. He saved me physically, and he saved me eternally. And I just started crying. I just started crying. And mm. we left the church that day. It took me about 15 minutes to get home. And the first thing I did was go to the Word of God. That Bible was sitting in my house. Let me tell you, for 37 years, never cared about it. Never cared about it. Right after being saved in that church, the first thing the Holy Spirit did was lead me to the word of God. What does the Bible say about psychic mediums? And I was blown away. I mm-hmm. wow. I was like wow. It's Whoa. very
0: clear. Yeah. It, it's it's so shocking. Clear. Yeah, it's shocking for many people. Uh, Before we started speaking, I was talking about Jeremiah chapter 29, Deuteronomy Mm -hmm. chapter 18, Leviticus chapter 20. It's very clear from necromancy to mediums to charmers, all of it. It's so detrimental for the soul. and. We turn and think, well, there's nothing wrong with this, but the blamelessness, as it's very clear in Deuteronomy, you shall be blameless if you don't turn to these practices and keep the Lord God before you, driving these things away from you, as it talks about in Deuteronomy. And I love the Catechism of the Catholic Church where it talks about, it, and it cites these passages from Sacred Scripture. It says all of these things, whether it be uh, de- turning to demons to unveil the future, astrology, horoscopes, palm reading, Interpretation of omens and lots, phenomenon of clairvoyance, recourse to mediums, all of this, what the Catechism says when it cites sacred scripture in this, it says, they contradict the honor, respect, and loving fear that we owe to God alone. And I think that that's profound because, Jen, you share in your testimony how the demons are revealing things to psychics. They're revealing partial truths, and when we hear those partial truths, we want to follow that rabbit hole and say, yes, this is, there's truth here, and this person doesn't know me, but that curiosity is what is contradicting the providence and the power of God working in our lives.
1: And it's all just to gratify the flesh. And and I don't mean that to sound harsh at all, but it's to really gratify the flesh. I'm grieving. I'm curious. I feel hopeless. I feel lonely. So I'm going to go here, kind of like the shortcut, get whatever I can and run away with that. But the problem is that psychic mediums and any form of divination, they make a lot of promises, but they can't fulfill them. They can't offer you what God offers you. They cannot offer you true peace, true rest, or truth at all. Yes, a little bit of what's going on because they've seen it. They can predict things, but the bottom line is that they don't know everything. Only God does. We have to place our faith and trust in the one who loves us, cares for us, and knows all things and wait on him. But you see, it becomes a hamster wheel. My friend, it's it's a hamster wheel of destruction. When you go to the readings, you're going to have to keep going. Contrary to that, when you have your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, the one who gives us peace and light and the life, you don't. You're not in a hamster wheel. You are fulfilled, and you don't have to seek anymore. You have found what you needed. It's all found in Christ. But the new age is a horrible deception it's kind of like you know the devil I I say it like this like a little present right imagine like a little present not a gift per se but a little present a little box and inside is destruction eternal separation from God lies but it's wrapped up in Tiffany wrapping paper with a white bow I always say that because I think girls like that I think it's pretty but but, and and it's pretty and it's charming and it's attractive but inside is disaster so it doesn't matter what it looks like. it It, it is destructive. It's destruction. Mm-hmm. That's what it is.
0: Jen, in part of your story, I know at the time when you had this reversion back into Christianity that your marriage was at a tumultuous point and that there had been a prediction made by a psychic, I believe, that you were going to get divorced. Can you share a little bit
1: about that and what actually happened with your marriage? Sure, sure. Actually, quite a few psychics. Uh, the one you're probably talking about was the astrologer, uh he did a chart for me and he said i was going to be divorced. Quite a few psychics did tell me that and i just want to make something clear. My husband and i had a very tumultuous relationship, not really a very difficult prediction um on the demons behalf, but uh nonetheless, uh God is a god of restoration and reconciliation. So little do they know um that i was going to be saved and you know, coming to Christ means a new creation, a new life, a new heart, forgiveness, mercy, and grace. Uh, so, not only are we not divorced, um, I'm walking with the Lord now almost nine years. My husband's um, getting there; <laughs> he's getting there, but we're but we're still together.
0: Praise God. Jen, thank you so much for sharing your story. I want to come back talking to you about tarot cards, psychic readings, manifesting, a lot of these things that seemingly might be harmless in the minds of many people that's Jen jen hoffacker who is saved from living in the occult world as a psychic median and now she goes by the ex-psychic on social media really uh, speaking to young people who are in the midst of severe exposure to the occult today i'll be right back here on trending with ex-psychic jen hoffacker Today's show is sponsored by Colby Academy. With more than 40 years of experience in Catholic home education, Colby Academy offers a blend of classical Catholic curriculum and the latest education technology. More info at relevantradio.com Colby. We're talking about what you're thinking about. You're listening to Trending with Timory. On Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Psychic Jen Hoffacker is joining me. She has ministry on TikTok and social media, including Instagram, where I found her of her journey from being a psychic reader to being saved from the world of the occult by our Lord Jesus Christ. And we've been talking about her story, which is fascinating. If you missed it, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, relevantradio.com forward slash trending. Or wherever you catch your podcast and send this episode to a friend. The occult is real and it's growing and especially among our young people today the recruitment and exposure so severe, whether it be on social media or via many television programs, especially for young people today. I remember the toddler show Owl House that came out a few years ago. It The whole inspiration, the writers who created it were literally turning to books of witchcraft in order to write this story for little kids. And the real concern is that we are opening ourselves up to the demonic realm. These false truths or half-truths that can be exposed, as Jen Hoffacker, the ex-psychic, shares. Jen, let's talk a little bit about kind of individual topics that come up, whether it be tarot cards, psychic readings. Let's start with tarot cards and why those are problematic.
1: Tarot cards are a tool of divination. And, you know, they actually were created as a card game in Italy um, in the late 15th century, and then they got into the hands of somebody in the occult in France, and that's all it takes. And then what happens is they have these books that they publish to go along with these cards with meanings and definitions and card layouts, but those were automatically written. Those were channeled. Automatic writing is when one quiets their mind, meditates and allows evil spirits to write through them. And so they're invoking evil spirits. And that's where those definitions come from and those card layouts. So the cards themselves know nothing about anybody, but the demons that are communicating in those uh, times to the reader know a lot. And it's extremely dangerous. It's It's a door um, opening to demonic oppression. And the whole thing is when you go for these readings, and you engage in the occult, you're bringing that home with you. You've opened the door. I did it myself. I was a reader, and I unfortunately left my home uh, under attack by demonic oppression. And my small child and my parents, it was horrible. It's Mm -hmm. so horrible.
0: Was there a demonic presence for you as you were doing this work within your home and your day-to-day life?
1: There, there were many. I saw familiar spirits. Familiar spirits are what people commonly call ghosts. Uh, they take the form of a man or a woman or a child, a human being. They'll pretend to be somebody's mom or dad um, or just a person in a home, you know, what people think are haunted homes or whatever. Uh, yeah, when I was doing that, I saw many. I saw shadow figures. I saw um, animals. I saw all kinds of demons. And it's not uncommon. And that's why I'm um, I'm really happy to have this opportunity because so many people just think they're crazy or they know that they're seeing something supernatural and then they get led astray by the psychic mediums just like I did.
0: Can you talk about manifesting? It's very common today for people to say, okay, today uh, I'm going to have X, Y, and Z happen. I'm going to find $100 on the side of the road. What's going on there and why is it problematic and different from saying, hey, I have these goals, I'm going to work on achieving them?
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, So manifesting is when you are putting out, kind of like Rhonda Byrne said in The Secret, you know, you're putting out to the universe um, some sort of an energy, your desires, and you're thinking that the universe is going to help you to attain or energy is going to help you to attain the things that you want, the things that you desire. So there's quite a few problems with this. Um, number one, your plan for your life is not God's plan for your life. We don't know more than God. God is the alpha and the omega. He knows everything. So we're, we're, we're devising these plans based on our wishes, our desires. Um, and then when you start counting on energy or the universe, you're practicing idolatry. You're worshiping something other than God. The universe has no ability to bring you $50 or $100 or to bring you a BMW, your energy, you would have to stay so positive because the minute you get negative, then you would be um, going against or you'd have to start all over again. And how can anybody attain that level of positivity? I mean, people pass away, you get into bad moods, things happen in your life, you're putting a lot of, you're giving yourself a lot of credit. It's kind of like a baby God idea. Yes.
0: Yes. You become your Mm -hmm. own God, your own savior. And like you said, you have to be really positive all the time and convince Mm -hmm. yourself that everything's okay because the reality is life doesn't go the way we always want it. And suffering. I think this also gets into the whole topic of suffering. I think much of the occult uh, focuses on the idea of alleviating suffering or changing your course. And it's full of false promises. And it also touches on how much we hate suffering as a society in the 21st century and that we'll go to any end to try and prevent it yet suffering is a part of who we are as human beings recognized we're not created to be on earth perpetually we're created for heaven and that suffering is a part of the way god tries us like gold in a fire to be united to him
1: amen and and you're absolutely right. I mean, even if you speak on grief alone, grief is is the worst emotion. It really is. So when people would see psychic mediums, they think that they're connecting with people that they lost, and it gives them 45 minutes or 50 minutes of temporary um, enjoyment or or uh, peace. Uh, but it's not real. It's not lasting because they're not really communicating with deceased people. When we pass away, we go to one of two places, depending upon our relationship with Jesus Christ. We're not communicating with people um, here. The dead are not talking to people here. And so that lie is so super dangerous because then obviously you're going to have to keep going back. And that's what I referenced before the hamster wheel of the new age. So there's really no healing. There's no help. It's not comforting and it doesn't last. You would be better off going to our Lord and savior for his rest he is our refuge and he is the one who can give us peace and help us to endure during the times of suffering
0: jen let's talk about vision boards if you're just joining us that's jen the ex-psychic she's very well known on social media sharing her story of being a former psychic reader reader median to being saved from that world of the occult what's a vision board and what's problematic with it
1: Oh boy, so a vision board is something that you would create when you were manifesting um regarding the law of attraction. So I used to actually teach that uh before Jesus saved me, I was teaching my own divination group and I would get these okay, you know, the oak tag and glue sticks and pictures. So the idea was that you would put on this vision board everything that you wanted and you had to be specific about it. Where you wanted to get married, what the guy looked like or the gal looked like. Um, you know, where you wanted to go on your honeymoon, and you could put, you know, glue these pictures on there. And again, the idea was that you would visualize it and put that positive energy, and then, uh, you would think that you would, um, receive those things. And of course, remember, demons are very crafty, they're very intelligent, and they're powerful. They're not human beings. They absolutely can do things and manipulate things, uh, but it won't be, uh, lasting and, uh, it won't be, uh, from the one true light, Jesus Christ. But, so there you have the problems that you keep going away from God. You're going away from the one who loves you because demons do not love us. They hate God and they hate mankind. So you're really going to end up in the ditch um, when when you do these things.
0: And Jen, it's interesting because things such as manifesting and vision boarding are very much so a part of the self-improvement movement today I even think of people oh my goodness football star his wife calls herself a white witch Giselle right uh, Giselle talks oh, yeah. about how she calls herself a white witch and she she and her husband uh, Tom Brady are Catholics you know practicing Catholics they go to a Catholic Church in Southern California yet they talk about things like manifesting and vision boarding and many people will think of this as just goal-setting how can you differentiate between goal-setting and doing things such is manifesting in mm-hmm. vision boards to so just be clear.
1: Mm-hmm. I was just shocked you brought that up because I was a big Tom Brady fan. And when I found out his wife was doing that, and they were doing that. I surrendered my jersey. I was like, <laughs> my sweatshirt. I was like, absolutely not. Okay. So setting goals, there's nothing wrong with having a goal in life. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that at all. But here's the idea. Um, when you go to God and you pray, See, a lot of people say, well, isn't praying manifesting? No, it's not. When we pray, we're submitting to God's will. We're saying, hey, God, I'm going to lay my, my request before you, my, my petitions before you. But, Lord, your will be done, not my will. So there's nothing wrong with having goals and praying to God about them, but submitting to his will, just like our Lord and Savior did in the Garden of Gethsemane the night before he would be crucified. Amen.
0: Amen. Let's talk a little bit about astrology. Uh, it's easy to just think everything's okay. You know, you find yourself at a Chinese restaurant and you're reading these predictions of you know, what year you were born or you dive into astrology. What's going on here and why should we maybe distance ourselves from it?
1: Yeah, that's some of those. I was just talking about that today on my TikTok live uh, fortune cookies. And so at the bare minimum, if you want to use that terminology we have fortune cookies and we have horoscopes which many people kind of just shrug off and they're like hey that's entertaining that's innocent hey after a good meal let's look at this but what but what happens the day that you read the horoscope or you get the fortune and the fortune cookie and it resonates with you and it ends even though it's vague something comes true about it that day right now you're in that danger zone oh i'm going to look at it again tomorrow I'm going to go here. Wait, let me go a little further. What's my sign? Let me do, because that's the bare minimum. So you have the horoscopes, but that's just based on your birthday. When you delve deeper into it, you're going into these charts and where your moon is and where your sun is. And the problem with that is, number one, you think that the moon and the sun has information about you. And it doesn't. These are created things. God created the planets. God created the sun. God created the moon. Not for astrology. He created and and yes, it gives us day and night and time and direction, but not your personality, not characteristics. And the problem with getting sucked into this is that you you can um, consider yourself doomed pretty quickly, right? So hey, I'm a Capricorn, but you're a Cancer. I can't get together with you. I'm sorry, it's just not ever going to work,
0: you know. <laughs> or
1: wow, that's just the way it's going to be in the next five years. Oh well, but you see. That, that's all based on lies, and again, just like I mentioned before, like what even happened with my life, Jesus is the one who knows all. Jesus is the God of restoration and reconciliation and forgiveness and change, and you're never doomed. There's always hope, and there's something new for you in Christ Jesus. If you surrender things to him, he will do a work on your heart and your mind. You're not stuck to any kind of situation, you know, because the sun is somewhere where you were born. But again, they have no information about you. It's idolatry, it's divination, it's rejecting God, it's going against him, and it will lead you to eternal separation. And that's the max. For now, while you're here in the world, the physical plane, it will lead you down the rabbit hole. You will just be uh, lost, confused, you will not have peace. You might, Like I said, you might have some temporary enjoyment, some temporary um, good feeling, but you won't have what you need. And at worst, again, you will be eternally separated from God because you're going away from God. You're going to his creation and not to him.
0: That's Jen, the ex-psychic here on Trending with Timory so many topics and directions we're going to have to have you back another time because I do want to talk about Ouija boards among other things another day but there's been this trend especially uh, we see it happening where women are leaving their families and women are leaving their families after getting involved in yoga it just starts with hey it's exercise it's helping me to be you know less stressed and next thing you know uh, it turns into a practice for them that's pulling them very deeply into the occult we've talked a lot about about yoga here on Trending, but I'd be curious to hear your perspective, especially coming from the occult and being a former psychic reader of the dangers of yoga and what your insights are as to why these women who were great moms and just started with doing some exercise end up leaving their families.
1: Wow. Well, I, I have a lot to say about yoga. <laughs> Yo- <Yes>. yoga is <laughs> Yoga is a Hindu spiritual practice and it cannot be redeemed. It cannot be Christianized. Um, it is it is literally paying tribute, honor, and worship to false little G gods, which are demons, and they have millions of them. And those postures are deliberate. They are deliberately worshiping false gods. I actually devoted a whole chapter to my new book, which isn't out yet, but it's coming out soon, to yoga. And uh, it's extremely dangerous, especially... When you think that you can play worship music, a lot of Christians believe that they can incorporate yoga into their life as long as their heart is in the right place, or they're, you know, right. crying out to Christ or playing yes. worship music. It, it, yes. you just can't. You just can't. Mm-hmm. You can't redeem it. That would be like taking the Ouija board. Doreen actually said, "I love." I have to give her credit for this because she said it's like taking the Ouija board and putting Bible verses on it. You can't. You can't. You can't do it. It is a demonic practice. It is paying tribute to false gods. Exodus 23 tells us, have no other gods before me. Little g, of course.
0: Amen. Now, why do you think it is that we're going from these women who are getting into, quote, unquote, exercise, uh, are falling into the occult, and then they're leaving their families? Because this is a massive trend that many people just aren't talking about, but that's
1: breaking homes up today. Wow. Well, I have to be honest with you. I hadn't really known about that, but, I, but what I can tell you about it is that when you're doing that and the meditation, and I have seen it, I, I had a friend who taught yoga and she was just completely lost. Divorced, um, very similar to what you're talking about. Listen, you're opening the doors to demons. You are getting so far away from God. So you have to think about what is our choice, right? God or the devil. So who's who? Who is God and who is the devil? So what comes along with worshiping demonic spirits and going down that road? Lies, destruction, manipulation. The enemy came to manipulate. He is the father of lies. He's a murderer. He feels joy. So you have to realize who you're dealing with. So why would you end up, why would it break up families? Because the enemy wants to do that because marriage is God's institution. Family is God's. And the enemy seeks to break that up and cause destruction. And he does it in a way that deceives. Remember, again, Satan masquerades as an angel of light. Hey, it's just breathing. It's just exercise. It's no big deal. Don't worry about it. You can even call it holy yoga if you want. Do you see what I mean?
0: Yes yes and I mean I was even thinking about it the other day I was leaving at daily mass middle of the week I'm loading my little girl out into the car and these there are these two women who are chatting after mass and the one goes oh enjoy yoga have a blast and he goes oh thank you I'm going a little later and there's this exchange out there and it breaks my heart because I come from the world of fitness you know I come from the world of dancing I am a Pilates trainer and people it drives me nuts think Pilates and yoga are the same thing and I just cringe every single time especially when someone <laughs> says oh you're a you're a yoga teacher right and oh my gosh it's totally different like in practice <laughs> everything uh, but I digress I bring it up because we really do think of it as being so unharmful and I do think it speaks I was talking to my mom about this to a, a break in our culture where we need stretching we need that gentle exercise but we don't need yoga and That's a difficult thing to give up as a culture, but the harms are so real. I'm going to post links in the podcast notes to the dangers of yoga, and perhaps you and I can talk about it more in the future, but I do want to come back, Jen, and just take a few more minutes and talking about the dangers and risks of kids and all of us really who are being exposed to the occult so heavily today via social media and entertainment, uh, via movies and books, and how we can guard ourselves and be a little more aware of the growing cult in entertainment today. This hour is sponsored by Solidarity HealthShare, the first to offer comprehensive sharing for prescription medications. Check now to see how much you can save. Go to catholichealthshare.com. So, what's trending? Bridging your Catholic faith with your everyday life. You're listening to Trending with Timory on Relevant Radio and the Relevant
1: Radio app.
0: Jen the ex-psychic is joining me here on Trending. We've talked about her story of going from being deep in the depths of the occult starting at 12 years old doing her first tarot card reading to being saved by our Lord Jesus Christ from the world of the occult. Praise God. And we've been talking about concerns with everything from Yoga, vision board, manifesting, psychic readings, tarot cards, and her journey as well. So if you've not been with us, be sure to catch the podcast, relevantradio.com forward slash trending, or wherever you catch this podcast, and be sure to text an episode to this to a friend. I have so many people I know who have been pulled From their faith, behold, from their Catholic faith uh, toward things with simply just starting with yoga and simple exercise to suddenly being absolutely atheistic, agnostic. And it's heartbreaking to see, but it's also happening now on social media with our young people. I remember some years ago, there was a a show that came out called Owl House. I talked about it here on Trending years ago, and it was for little kids, toddlers. And it came out that the writers of the show were actually looking at witchcraft books and spell books to use and demonology books for their inspiration for writing the show for children. And so to talk a little bit about the exposure of the occult is ex-psychic Jen Hoffaker. Jen, what are your thoughts on entertainment today and the crossover to the occult, and how careful do we need to be?
1: We need to be so, so careful. Thankfully, my daughter is 21, so I'm not dealing—I mean, it's still a problem— but for those who have smaller children, I really encourage you to guard their eyes, their minds, and their hearts. Watch things before you let them view them. I mean, there are, just like you said, those, those children, show, that's heartbreaking. That is so heartbreaking. But there's so many. I remember Wizards of Waverly Place and um, more recent times, SpongeBob, the movie Encanto, the movie Minions. I just made a video about that the other day where they have yoga, they have a guru. Um, you know, they have, I think it was a crystal. Don't, don't quote me, but there was, I have it in the video, but, but it's everywhere. And um, it is so sad because when children see these things, it doesn't matter if you say to them, Hey, that's just a movie. Hey, don't believe in that. That's ridiculous or whatever. Um, number one, you're negating that it's the truth. Number two, um, you can't jump already. They've already seen it. You can't jump into their minds. What if those children are struggling with something like um, how they feel about themselves, something that's going on in school, and then they say, hey, I can get this little cauldron toy, and I can have power. I can be like a witch. I can be like the wizard. I can do those things, and it makes them feel powerful. Uh, It's very, very dangerous, and it leads to that oppression Where I've even seen on TikTok, people actually putting their children on TikTok videos saying, hey, they're gifted, they're psychic, they're talking about past lives, they're talking about um, grandpa, they're talking about this. And it's so heartbreaking because children, like I said in the beginning, are not gifted, they're oppressed. Don't let the door to the demons open up for your children.
0: And I know, Jen, that many people will say, well, what is safe? This is ridiculous. You know, my kids can't watch these simple movies like a Disney movie or whatever it might be. But I think that the challenge for us, especially in the 21st century, is seeing Mm -hmm. that we live in a point in history where the cultural divide is so severe when it comes to things that either are in line with our Lord Jesus Christ, the teachings of the church, or they're not. And that challenges parents. It's hard work today uh, to decipher that, to pre-vet everything. But the truth of the matter Mm. is statistics are showing that children, adults, young adults are leaving the church, right? When they leave their parents' home, they stop going to church. But what's shown in these studies is that these kids left the church many years before that in their early, early teens and tweens that they had checked out from the faith. But you know what these kids are turning to, and they're turning to it on social media, is the occult. So can you talk about this recruitment almost via social media into occult practices?
1: I'm so glad you brought that up. It is So it is a plague on social media. And that's the thing. Let's be honest about it. Most kids have phones when they're three years old, tablets. Um, But fast forward, they're on Instagram, they're on TikTok, they're on YouTube. You can get a tarot card reading. You can see a supernatural um, experience at the click of a button any time of the day and a 100 times a day or more. Um, As a matter of fact, on TikTok in particular, they're taking over. The the tarot card readers, the psychics, the fortune tellers, they are taking over. They're making money. Um, They are out there deceiving people. And it is a huge app for kids. But then you have, hey, listen, you know, I don't mean to put everything on blast, but it's the truth. Social media is extremely dangerous. You're watching the Kardashians, and they're obsessed with psychic medium. And and then uh, out of the other... Out of their mouth, they'll talk about church sometimes, or Bible, or whatever, and then you're seeing the mediums that are out there, um, you know, with the TV shows, and they're claiming to be Catholic and be in church. And John Edward used to say, "Hey, say a rosary before I,", I he said he would say a rosary before he would go to the reading, giving mm-hmm. this idea to the church that mm-hmm. it's okay. So you're going to see these shows, you're going to see these people, and those people particularly are on the apps now. They are there. They are on TikTok. They are doing readings on TikTok live. And children, um, this is, you know, again, this is at the click of the button. It's extremely accessible and extremely dangerous.
0: Jen, thank you for what you're doing. That's Jen the ex-psychic. We'll post links on social media as well as in the podcast notes. I'll tag her on Instagram, so stay tuned because she really is peeling back at the darkness of the occult and telling the truth about things that seem like self-betterment practices or predictions of the future. Again, that's Jen the ex-psychic. You can find her on social media. We're talking about how sacred scripture is clear, to not listen to these dreams and divinations and prophecies, when, especially when they try to claim to come in the name of the Lord and the catechism of the catholic church says that all forms of divination are to be rejected that they contradict the honor respect and loving fear that we owe to god alone and it's important we remember as people of faith the power of the sacraments to protect us we're talking about the realm of the demonic half truths partial truths This is why we need to stay in a state of grace, receiving our Lord Jesus Christ in the Eucharist, being frequent um, confessors, going to confession. If you've been involved in the occult, it's never too late. Turn to our Lord Jesus Christ, asking his forgiveness in confession, and surround yourselves
1: by the grace of the sacraments of our Lord.